if you ever want to know what going into a tizzy is all about, just lose a podcast file after it's been published. And that's exactly what happened. I think it's the first time. Actually, actually the second time that this has happened. Happened uh, at the beginning when I was still in a learning, bit of a learning curve, uh, producing and publishing these programs for you. Um, You know, also for my own edification, my own uh, sort of uh, justification of, of occupying part of the day. Um, they don't take a lot of time. They take some time preparing. Actually, not not much time because I, I can sometimes produce on a whim. But uh, other times I do prepare more. Um, it's it's all over the map in a sense. Um, I don't really have a big game plan coming into these individual uh, shows. Um, but the idea with Talk Me Smart was and other stories I need to add uh, is to bring you uh, not necessarily the world of art but uh, how art plays its role in our lives well not that explanation in the in the in the, uh, in, the ex, in the sort of I, I want to say educational sense um, but just through osmosis um, I enjoy these shows. Um, I do have a zest for uh, life and experiences in life. And I, and I do have a desire to share them with a larger audience. And I hope I'm succeeding. I may not be. That's okay. I'm still having fun. Um, my subject matter is varied. Um, I, I can run the gamut. From, from talking about my cats to, uh, to poetry to putting on Western dramas uh, to interviewing, um, interviewing uh, folks on their interests. Um, and I try to have good questions set up. I've been told I'm a pretty good interviewer. I'm glad to hear that. I like developing characters. I like uh, voicing different characters. It's fun. So the, the whole idea is to have fun. But when I lost my file, or I should say files, the show was broken up into different segments with and without music. Um, the Grateful Dead, that's the one in question. Um, if you saw it up and was able to play it, and you were able to play it, I should say, uh, more power to you, and I'm glad you could hear it. Um, if you could download it safely to your phone, or your computer, your desktop, your tablet, what have you, uh, just great. I'm glad you could. Um, it wasn't a revelation or earth-shattering by any sense, but it was trying to capture the story of the the Great Wall of Sound that uh, they roamed around with in 1974. Um, Took it across the country in different places, one notably in Providence, Rhode Island, that I played. uh, I wanted to play Mississippi Half-Step. That's the whole idea. I had some problems producing the show. 
um, patching things in. Uh, Mark Heffern and I, um, my engineer, uh, I worked with him. Um, he worked with me. Um, he's got a lot of patience. You need that with his job. And uh, the editing was a challenge. Not necessarily the editing, but actually producing the show as a live show. I like to do my shows in one take um, if I can help it. Don't like going back. Um, my, I like the extemporaneous flow of the show. I think it adds a little bit of color. Um, I believe so. But this is this segment. It's already going on five minutes here. Uh, me talking to you uh, is to thank you for just bearing with me. I'm going to have to reproduce another show. Um, it's probably it may not be on the wall of sound. I might someone might be telling me that uh, you don't want to do it. That's okay. We won't do it. Uh, we'll uh, we'll move on. Um, but I will want to maybe showcase some of some of the band's songs. Um, maybe I'll just talk about the band. Uh, I got different angles I can take and uh, different options. And I have an enthusiasm that I hope is conveyed through these podcasts. I've done a couple on, on Jerry and the Gang. Um, I'm actually in such a tizzy I don't even want to sing Jerry and the Gang, my little mini song that I usually sing when I come up to that point Um, but I want to just take this time to uh, ask for you to bear with me while I uh, regroup and uh, try to represent to you uh, another show on the band from Palo Alto The Grateful Dead on Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories I'm not going to mince words, but that was quite a tropical storm. Isaias, it came in through, up from North Carolina, it was where I started tracking it. I really wasn't paying attention to weather. Uh, I I really don't uh, listen to the weather reports typically, uh, unless it's uh, happened to be flipping channels and, and the graphics are on and I kind of get caught into the graphics for graphics sake, but, um, you know, where they show the temperatures and Mr. Sunshine and and the pretty girl in the front of the, the uh, green the green knockout screen. But um, Is- Isaias, uh, kind of hard to say. Um, is it I-S-I-A-H-S? And um, came in, probably started in Africa, not sure of the origin. Came up through Florida, the Carolinas, um, and of course into New England. Uh, I think it was a tropical storm uh status uh, from Florida. Uh, I don't know if it ever earned the hurricane status. Um, I should do some further back research to go in the back, the, the, the uh, further into the history of this storm. But all I can tell you is the, uh, it looked like it came up through the, the side of New York State, um, the east, east, as it ran up, ran up northward, uh, the straight line. Um, I remember seeing weather charts showing a, a gash, look like a gash separating New York from New England. 
But New England's certainly affected when you're to the right of a tropical storm or to the east. I think the winds are worse, and it certainly was, because what happened was, I kid you not, my front tree uh, lost a major limb. I mean, almost a tree worth. Um, I've got an old, uh, we've got old Norway, uh, Norway maples lining Hunts Avenue here in Pawtucket. Uh, and um, they were planted back in the day when the uh, early days of Darlington section of the city uh, was formed as a suburban area, uh, residential. I live in a residential area. My studio is, is in a house, um, a small bungalow. It's a family home that I live now. My folks have long since, well, since 2006 and 2012 when my mom died. Um, and uh, I've owned the house since 2012. Um, I live alone and uh, I was shaken up a little bit. Uh, my cats are okay. Everybody seems to be fine. Uh, no one injured in the neighborhood. We, I went out uh, about five minutes after the tree fell. Well, uh, a, th- a fifth of the tree, but the trunk, uh, let me report to you, uh, about 12 inches wide or 10 inches in diameter uh, fell, and it's a good section. Uh, I am thanking God that it scraped the house. I don't have to call the insurance company. It uh, looks like I'm going to clear all the wood out. It's probably going to be equivalent to a quarter or two of wood. The limb, uh, I'm going to call it a limb, but it's really like a tree. A small tree, uh, something like a 20-year-old tree equivalent, uh, about uh, 20 feet tall. Uh, you know, we're we're talking no no small little no small little uh, banana here. This is a this is the full ball of wax, uh, all leafy, of course. This being uh, early August, we got full leaf foliage on the tree. Adding to the weight, uh, the sound. How was the sound, guy? Everybody asked me, "What'd you hear before? It, did you hear anything before it fell?" I sure did. It's a, it was a combination of a scraping sound, a gritty sound, a, a sound of the breaking of a tree. Uh, I thought it went through the roof initially, just for a split second. Um, I had to go out and check. The tree is, is, is semi-resting on my portico. I've got a front. Uh, front portico with four posts in the front um, and uh, I just have some uh, some dirt on the side of one of the posts uh, is about the only uh, the only sign of, of this after I remove the tree uh, of, of what happened um, but the tree is resting on the portico roof uh, the overhang and uh, it looks like it's it's crushed some shingles but nothing they should spring right back once the once the limbs are removed up there uh so there's a lot of weight uh must be a ton of wood um i am very very lucky that 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 limb came down and sprung itself back up and then back down again a couple times uh and uh settled itself on on the roof of the portico uh, the rest of the house uh, is, is almost blocked. Uh, it's a small bungalow. It's about 40 feet wide. Um, and um, I've got large overhangs, nothing disturbed. There's no damage to the house, uh, zero to report. But everything is, the tree is on the house. Uh, it looks like there's damage, but there's none. 
and I'm very, very fortunate. Uh, like I said, Kane and Lulu uh, were not even bothered by it. Kane, um, I've got video of, uh, I went out with my camera, immediately took video uh, just to document it and, and for insurance reasons. I hadn't checked, I hadn't really scoped the scene yet. I hadn't taken really any inventory as to what happened. And um, so I really didn't know. So I, I felt I needed to, to video fresh. So about uh, four to five minutes, after, four or five minutes after the tree fell, I was out there uh, getting really pissed off, basically. Um, what's this fucking phone doing? I couldn't find my camera icon. Uh, you know, it's funny when you want to go film uh, something that you have all the time to do. Uh, without any sense of immediacy, there's the icon right there for you, and you, you know you up and running. But it took me literally a minute or two before I could start filming. Um, I really wanted to get the neighbors' reactions fresh. Um, I wanted to be right on the scene, and I was. I, I finally got it up and running. Um, shot about uh, a minute or two of video. Uh, did a couple other segments, and then I started. Then I started taking some stills. Uh, went to the backyard. I've got a good-sized backyard here in, in, in uh, this part of Rhode Island. It's not known for its big backyards in Pawtucket, but I've got one of the larger yards, I, I would imagine. And uh, my my very large tree uh, only lost a few little limbs. It's so big, the tree. Um, you know, it's a 60-foot uh, Norway maple. Um or black maple. I'm not sure what species. I should know. Uh, my brother Claude could probably tell me exactly what species it is. I think he has told me, and I get the two mixed up. Uh, they may be one and the same, um, but I think they are distinct species from, from one another. Uh, my shed, my, my back shed, which is relatively new, it's about six or seven years old, if that, uh, totally unaffected. Uh, the limbs, I can count them on my hand, how many limbs fell all under let's say six feet all under three inches in diameter uh not a lot of foliage was lost the trees had been pruned back when my mom was alive probably around uh 08 or 09 and so they uh, i have a taller canopy back there uh it's actually a good balance right now the trees filled in over the uh over the 10 12 years or so uh and i think it might be needing for another pruning at some juncture in the next uh, several years. But in any event, the backyard unscathed, the back of the house unaffected. Um, it would look just like it was a, a, a strong windstorm. But the front is a different matter altogether. Uh, like I said, the, the limb uh, obfuscates or blocks. I don't know if I can use that word obfuscate. I like to use fancy words once in a while. Guy, you're hopeless. Oh, Guy, you're hopeless, but I'm glad you're okay. Oh, thank you, British lady. That comes out of nowhere. Um, hope you guys uh, are doing okay out there in, in England. Uh, but um, I, uh, I like to listen to BBC, by the way. I listen to it almost every morning. Um, this is a three-minute report from the BBC touching on all the headlines. I know um, they're trying to get back to school there. There's six months out. Um, I know there's a company, um, a stationary company, that has to lay off workers because of the virus. 
So this was a little break, a little break of drama with uh, Isaias. Uh, I've got to get the pronunciation of it. As it tore through um, the left side or the west side of New England, coming up and skimming Connecticut. But we caught some real serious winds. And, uh, of course, after that, after that event, the winds continued to, to uh, stir up the area. Uh, they they whipped up for another several hours. Actually, it wasn't until uh, into almost uh, nightfall before the winds uh, finally died down. And I was on my couch uh, watching some TV when um, I was saying to myself, uh, "When is one of these winds going to just uh, wind down? This is ridiculous." But you know, it takes a while. It takes a while. The storm, slow moving storm, relatively. And, uh, you know, it, it takes its own sweet time as it, as it whips up into, towards Canada. I suppose in Canada right now, this morning, they're, they're being uh, heralded by the, the, the great winds of the storm, the powerful winds. Um, actually, you know, it's ironic that, that the winds uh, from a tropical storm would down my front tree uh, when we've been through several hurricanes since the tree was compromised. Let me just give you an idea of the history of the tree. So the Norway maples were, were put in in around the 20s, the 1920s here in Pawtucket, lining the street. Old man Potter, who um, had a mill, uh, very wealthy, had a mansion or two down the, uh, the end of the street. Uh, they're now funeral homes, uh, repurposed for that. They've been around for quite a while, uh, decades as funeral homes, but in the 20s, he planted these small trees. They were probably saplings, probably no more than five or six feet. Aesthetically, must have been a beautiful street. Uh, there was just a few houses on that street. Mine would be one of them. Uh, was, my house was built in 1928. Uh, well, between 28 and 29, I pin it. Uh, and uh, it could have been the summer of 28, the winter or summer of 29. Uh, but close enough for, for, uh, for what we're talking about. And uh, all the way down Hunts Avenue, at least to Perrin Avenue, uh, which I'm not even sure was a street then. Uh, it could have just been a, a terminus or an ending to, uh, to Hunts Avenue at the time. But I think Hunts Avenue, yes, Hunts Avenue did run all the way to Menden, which is the older part of the city. Menden Avenue, uh, my, my cousin, my aunt and uncle and their family, uh, of, of 13, uh, 11 kids uh, lived on, on 114 Menden Avenue, and it's one of the oldest houses in the area, uh, including the area I live in. So we're talking about uh, a good six or seven blocks away. Uh, the house has got to be about 130, 140 years old. Um, but uh, so the trees uh, were ravaged by, uh, by, truck and car traffic coming down Hunts Avenue, uh, up and down the street, um, pollution, exhaust, uh, just overall wear and tear and uh, storms, windstorms and uh, ice storms and lost limbs. So my front, my front tree, uh, if you're looking at my house, the left, the front of the yard towards the street that tree was long taken down uh, after it lost a limb and, and compromised uh, our relations with our neighbor's driveway. Uh, it was uh, it, it scraped the car 
back when my mom was alive, she had the tree taken down for insurance reasons. She didn't want to have to deal with any insurance claims uh, that were, would work against her via uh, our next door neighbor with any damage that it might cause them. And so the tree was removed immediately. Uh, the tree now, uh, there's just a hole there where the tree is. It's a little sunken area on my lawn. I've got to get to my lawn and address that. I want to um, actually have this, the lawn ripped up at some point, a new lawn put in. I've yet to act on that. Um, it's probably a hazard. I probably should deal with it. Um, it could be an ankle buster if anybody walks into that sunken area. Uh, but um, the tree to the right of that in the front towards the street uh, near the driveway uh, to the left of the driveway uh, is still standing and it has just a row of limbs now it's, it's uh, lost of course the limb we're talking about in today's storm or yesterday and I'm recording this the day after and uh, it's August 5th today is Wednesday 2020 and uh, the row is a, consists of four large limbs that come off the tree in almost a straight line, linear, uh, on a diagonal, uh, running towards the house. And one limb is almost horizontal. It almost, almost touches the tip of the overhang of my house, the eaves, uh, so that if it fell, though, it would hit a power line servicing the house uh, I'd be without power. Um, so yesterday was just a, a study in what can happen when God's on your side. Did the tree hit the power lines? No, not even close, by about 10, 20 feet. Did the tree uh, break a shingle? No, not, not even a grain on the shingle was disturbed. Uh, outside of the crushed shingles that'll, that will spring back, uh, once the weight of that limb is off the, the roof of the portico. Did it, uh, did it do any damage to my sidewalk? Uh, did it hit any cars in the vicinity? No. June, uh, my neighbor, uh, if you're looking at my house to the right, uh, decided to, she knew it was going to be windy. She um, didn't know it was going to be that windy. Uh, I'd say the winds uh, had to whip up to 60 mile an hour gusts. Uh, yesterday with, with some sustained wind. It was mostly gusty. Um, not hurricane force, but definitely strong. Must have been at an angle. Must have been at a, at a vortex that uh, created sort of a uh, circular kind of flow that uh, disturbed the limb to, to snap it off the, uh, the vulnerable bend point um, about 25 feet up above 20 feet. Uh, given the, the, the the distance that that limb fell, I'm surprised that there wasn't more damage, um, you know, that it didn't clip off the tip of my house or anything. But like I said, undisturbed uh, for the most part, uh, well, totally. And she decided to park her car, June did, uh, across the street and the neighbors in the neighbor's house that just had a few, a small tree, uh, you know, a 15 foot, 20 foot tree. Uh, further further away on the other prop, another neighbor's property, Kyle's, uh, that uh, to the left of the driveway that uh, was not even a factor for her. So she, her car was okay, um, and so she wasn't parking. The limb, the limb fell, a smaller limb fell right where she would have normally parked. 
So I think for everybody involved in this, at least this immediate area of the neighborhood, uh, we were blessed, uh, totally blessed, and the grace of God uh, passed over us with the storm. Um, but he's still, of course, with us. Uh, he always will be. Uh, we'll, we'll long die off before... Uh, well, he'll never, he'll never cease to exist, of course. Um, and so we're very, very lucky. It's uncanny how this all uh, turned out. Um, everybody's good and my cats are good, like I said. So I'm generally, uh, I'm generally pleased, if I can use that word, for the events that have happened in the last 24 hours. Uh, at uh, at uh, what my situation is right now. And um, thanks for listening to this show. Um, a little bit of a report on Isaias. And uh, it was quite the storm, quite the storm, unexpected, totally came out of the blue. I would have never thought that I'd be dealing with having to remove a tree limb or two or three, major size, um, tonnage-wise, and length and girth-wise, uh, from the front, uh, from the front elevation of my house, but it is the case. It is the case. It's what happened, and, um, and like I said, I'm no worse for wear. And right now, I'm looking out my window on a Wednesday morning. The storm happened yesterday, Tuesday, the August fourth. It will go down as a major tree event on Hunts Avenue, at least in my immediate area of my house. Uh, it's been years since any event like this would have happened. I don't really actually even remember. There was a tree limb that fell and broke front glass of the house years ago uh, when the room was my sister's room. And my two sisters' room uh, lived, uh, they were their bedroom. Uh, was there and uh, scared the hell out of Renee. She's got stories of that. She's got a great memory like that. Um, and she, she'll never forget that, but everybody was okay and gladly. Um, and that was a, that was a, a hurricane, uh, actually a thunderstorm event, I believe. I don't know if lightning hit it, but I think it was a windstorm related to that thunderstorm. And this would have happened back in the, uh, I'm going to say the 70s, maybe the early 80s. Now, I'm going to say the 70s. Um, so with that, I will uh, bid you adieu. And um, you all take care. And I hope there's no wind events in your future. <laughs> or if there are, at least, that they're ones where you're safe and sound. And uh, maybe there's no trees around. Join us on future Talk Me Some Art podcasts when we bring you, coming this October, AD 13, the story of ancient Rome via the Appian Way. It's a great story and adventure of the people, the citizenry of the great city of ancient times, uh, the Appian Way, of course, the main thoroughfare that cuts uh, cuts its way through uh, all the uh, territories uh, radiating from Rome. 
and uh, it's got some great actors. We've got uh, some great location action going on. It's got a little bit of comedy mixed in with, of course, the drama and intrigue that you would find in a uh, podcast saga. So AD 13 is slated. Also, I want you to know that uh, we're going to be doing further poetry, uh, meditative uh, uh, podcast. Well, one is at least slated, and it's going to be coming sooner than you think, uh, sooner than later. Uh, And it's going to have a certain subject value to it, uh, as all do mine, with a little bit of instruction, maybe, a little bit of uh, things you can do yourself, uh, maybe to uh, put together some some stanzas. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not pretending I'm a professor in that field of study by any stretch. I'm uh, going to be doing my psychoanalysis where we bring in finally Dr. Capo comes in. Dr. K-A-P-O. He's the Romanian psychiatrist uh, that has that great office in Boston in the alleyway uh, on the 16th floor that um, he had his... Uh, fortune teller booth installed from Coney Island and it's worth a lot of money and it's about eight feet tall and it sits uh, on the north wall of his office Uh, and he's got that uh, ubiquitous uh, psychiatrist couch where everybody who has anything uh, to relate to the Dr. Capo uh, can can lie down and uh, uh, spew what he needs to to do he or she on their dreams and we're going to have different guest stars on that it's going to be a real cool treat i think you're going to really enjoy it so those are that's what's planned that's what's planned poetry ad 13 and psychoanalysis uh, all one word with a cap n in the middle uh and uh you're going to like it like i said earlier and uh enjoy enjoy